people who know me know that I love horses and that going to the barn and seeing my horse is essential for my mental health. And it's no surprise to me that equine therapy is growing more and more popular, even with people who have had no experience with horses. First, I'm catching up today with Rob Leithen, who has been a firefighter for 30 years. And Rob and I have talked before about his post-traumatic stress disorder. And he's back today to talk about his experiences with horse therapy. I'll also talk to Lindsay McEwen, who is a trauma therapist, and she works with patients in her office, but also out on her farm. Hi, Rob. Thanks for joining me again today. We talked a couple of months ago, I guess, um, about your experiences with post-traumatic stress disorder. And when we when I started that interview with you, I think I had the same idea that most people have on A, it was for people in the military, and B, it was all about flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not just people in the military. Anybody's susceptible to PTSD. Uh, it's just that there are certain professions that, that make you more <laughs> exposed to things that could cause PTSD. We're learning more and more and more about first responders. And over the last couple of years, we've seen, you know, the stress and the, and the, uh, the anxiety um, building and building and building for first responders. And now it's just going off the charts. Absolutely. But, it, but again, uh, and maybe it's because the word distress is in there. What, what I think most of us think about is they're working really hard. They're overworking. They're seeing all these things on the job and it's causing them anxiety and they're not getting enough sleep. But these are. Yes, our symptoms, but the ones that you and I talked about were things that I'd never heard of before. And so maybe you can just um, talk a bit about those. And one of them's hypervigilance or hyperawareness. Um, another one is the startle yep. effect. So uh, if you could just describe what those are and how they um, how they fit into your life as a, as a, a, as a firefighter, because you were a firefighter for 30 years. So with, with PTSD, it's all about your brain not feeling safe. So it's, it's about safety. And one of the things, or one of the symptoms, common symptoms with PTSD is hypervigilance. And in my case, uh, when I'm out and about, outside of my house, outside of my safe space, I need to be able to see everything that's going on around me, be able to hear everything that's going on around me. It, it, it's about it's about being aware, hyper aware of everything going on around, uh, except that comes at the expense of, you know, enjoyment of being outside or, or you know, if, if I'm at a restaurant pre-lockdowns uh, with my wife, you know, part of my attention is listening to my wife talk, but the other part is just focused on everything, right? So that, that's hypervigilance and the startle response uh, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's frustrating as well. Um, it, it's, yeah, it will, certain things will, will cr- cause a startle response, which is, you know, your, your, your brain senses that, you know, that, that whatever startled you, your brain senses that as a danger and it puts you into fight or flight mode. You're, you know, you're ready to either fight run away or freeze, fight, flight, or freeze. So that's what the startle response is. Um, and that's how it sort of plays out with me. It is getting better. The, um, 
um, your breathing gets faster and, and more shallower just to get as much oxygen as possible. That that's what happens with your fight or flight response. You have done various kinds of therapies that sort of work with different aspects of your PTSD. And one of them is equine therapy. And, uh, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. Uh, I have a horse. I understand the, the, the mental health healing of a horse. How, what got you into thinking about equine therapy in the first place? Did you have experience with horses in your, in your life? Um, no, I've never had experience with horses or donkeys. <laughs> um, yeah. My, my psychotherapist uh, suggested that I look into equine therapy. Uh, the clinic I go to has an equine therapist. I connected with her and that's how I started my equine therapy. Take me through what happened so how did it start what you know when the first time you went to the barn with the therapist what happened just to get you started into the because you obviously you didn't know horses so you weren't overly comfortable with them they're rather large it 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 started with the the standard safety talk (laughs) about you know making sure i know where the horse's feet are so i'm not being stepped on and and, you know, not startling them and, and, you know, not approaching from behind. So it, the initial, my very first session was more of an introduction to equine therapy, uh, a little bit of education on, you know, what you can sort of experience with equine therapy. So that's how it started for me. And when you got, then you moved into the more, you know, the therapeutic um, appointments, I guess, uh, yep. sessions. And how did you work with the horse that helped you begin to uh, or further unravel the, the experiences you were having with PTSD? Um, well, first of all, it's not just horses. Uh, the place I go to equine therapy also has donkeys, which are crazy. Incredible. <laughs> they're crazy. <laughs> no, they're crazy, but they're in- incredibly in tune animals. Like yes, and, yes. And, they're very smart. <laughs> so, so I, I work with donkeys and the horses. So really what, what the horses do for, for equine, for me at least, is they sort of have three different roles depending on what the therapy session is. Um, sometimes it's, it's just being around the horses and touching them and, you know, and, and it's, it's just very calming right? Which is nice. So if, if, you know, I start my session and I'm really anxious, just being around the horses and the donkeys and, and, you know, smelling the smells of the barn, you know, it, it's, uh, it's calming, right? So there, there's that. The, the other role that they play is if, if my therapist and I are actually really digging deep and processing a problematic call, you know, if, if we're doing EMDR at the same time and, the horses are, are amazing at helping to keep you grounded. Um, a lot of people, when they go through therapy, um, you know, if they're dealing with really difficult stuff, they'll dissociate. I dissociate. And one of the things that you, you need to learn to do is how to reground yourself. And there's lots of different techniques and strategies you can use for grounding yourself, but there's nothing as good as, being next to a horse and just feeling its presence and feeling it, putting your hands on the horse and you can 
feel the, the, the fur or the hair, you know, you, you can, you can feel the warmth from the animal. Like it's very grounding. And then the, the third role that they play is um, they're very, very in tune. Uh, sometimes more in tune with what's going on in you than you are. So uh, a lot of times the horses will, will reflect back what you're sort of giving off, which you may not even know you're giving off. So, you know, I, I've had sessions where, you know, I'm, I, I feel fine. Like I'm not anxious or anything, but the way the horse is behaving towards me, it's like, no, oh, no, no. The horse sees it. You know, I am anxious. It's picking up on that before even I do. So that, that's the third role that they play. So it, it's good just for calming. It's nice being around animals. Two, they, they, they're really good at uh, helping stay grounded. And three, they're, they're really good at helping you realize or discover things about you that you're not even aware of. Do you think part of it is the size? I, my horse is 1,300 pounds. Yeah. He's a big uh, boy. And, and what I've experienced with people, with him as uh, parents will come into the barn and they don't, you know, they're bringing their child for a lesson. They've never been around horses and they see him because he's very social. He comes to the door and he looks and they're not afraid of him. Yeah. And I've always been amazed at that. And, and so I, I, I wondered if part of it is knowing that something that large can be in tune and wanting to, you know, to give off those vibes. Yeah. 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 You know what? They're, well, first of all, I'm not sure if it's just that the, the size, because like I said, the, the donkeys I've been with as well, we call Ben and Jerry, <laughs> uh, the donkeys, they're not very big, but they're also, you know, I, I've, I've used them for grounding and they they're in tune with me as well. So I don't think it's as much the size as it is. It's, it's, a living creature that's not human that seems to be in tune with you. So it's almost like there's a, a connection between you and either the horse or the donkey, like, and that connection is with somebody that's not human. Right. So, I mean, when you look at, you know, connections with other humans, you get all the other stuff that comes into complicated. Like, yeah. Opinions and, and, you know, am I being judged by the person? And, whereas, you know what, the animals are non-judgmental. They don't care about you at all. They're just in tune with you. And I think that that helps, helps people sort of be more open-minded and more open to the experience with the horses. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to diss donkeys, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> at all, um, because uh, uh, I, a barn I was at, we had a donkey named Simon yeah. <laughs> and he just wandered yeah. around. Right. He just had free yeah. range. And, and and he was like a person is he always was wanting to be in on what was going yeah. on Yeah. with horses. And I think part of it is because they have that fight flight response. They're flight animals. Yes. And so that startle is there for them as well. So yeah. they, they would be very intuitive on, on picking up you not being there in the present because yeah. horses want to have a leader. They want to be your friend, but they also want to know that they can trust you. And I'm wondering if that is part of the relationship that, that helps you bond with a horse because they really do 
look at you and they say, you know what, I'm, you're uncomfortable. I need you to focus on me though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, I have to agree with you with that, 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 yeah, that they, they're really, really, the one thing I, I love about them is that, yeah, they're very in tune with you. Like if you move quick, that startles them and that, that, you know, impacts that connection between the, and to, to be able to have that strong connection, you have to be able to work on yourself. And that's what the horses are really good at helping you do. So, yeah, so they would pick up on your mood or your anxiety. Yep. They respond. You, you recognize their response and can um, start to learn to regroup and step back and say, OK, I got to start to, you know, to, to, to focus more or whatever yep. it is uh, yep. more quickly. And then you take that into your everyday life. Yep, absolutely. So, for example, you know, if if you know, I'm with a horse and. And I'm not really present and the horse picks up on that, you know, and let me restate that I'm with a horse and I'm not really present, but I'm not even aware that I'm not really present. The horse picks up on that. And I can see that. Well, why is the horse being a little standoffish? Well, Oh, because it recognizes that's what I am doing. And, and that helps me learn, you know, to recognize or be, it helps me increase my awareness of what's going on with me. And if I become aware of it, then I can manage it better. And when I manage it better, you, you see that connection with the horses getting stronger and you, you see them less standoffish. So the, it, they really are a good mirror that helps you learn about yourself. I, I remember we were, Lindsay and I were, were taking the donkeys for a walk through the woods by the barn. And I remember we're, we're heading back and, and it was like, nope, I got to get this donkey back to the barn into the sun. And that's when I realized I'm treating this like a, it's a mission. I'm not spending the time to experience the donkey. And enjoy. it was like, nope, I'm here. I need to get there. I'm going to do whatever I have to, to get. And that's when I realized that's a, I was in mission mode. And that's when I realized that's my life. I'm in mission mode all the time. Right. And so that helped me, you know, learn about, you know, mission mode and, and getting out of it. <laughs> Rob, thanks for coming on and talking to me again about this. Uh, I just really appreciate talking to you again. And you know what? I love talking to you. So I'm sure <laughs> we will be having another conversation soon. Absolutely. Anytime. Lindsay McEwen has been around horses her whole life and has always understood the bond between horses and people. And now she uses equine therapy in her practice to help people heal. Hi, Lindsay. How are you today? Wonderful. Thank you. And yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. Of course, I have horse, a horse, so that always <laughs> makes me feel good. But we'll get, we'll get into that. Yes. Uh, you have been a therapist in a more traditional way, so office visits and so on, for a number of years. And you've dealt with people with trauma issues, as well as, you know, um, anxiety and ADHD and children and so on. What got you into horse or equine therapy? A lot of people don't understand how that could be so helpful in, in a therapeutic way. Well, I grew up with horses and knowing horses and 
that's what I know. And I always knew there was more than it offered. I just didn't necessarily have the language or the words to put to it or the how and why. Right. So I have a horse mm-hmm. and we spoke of this before. I rode when I was in my, I, I started riding when I was five and I, I rode, rode up to a, about the age of 18. And then I stopped for a really, really long time. And um, I live with bipolar disorder and I started, it was actually my 40th birthday and I was given some riding lessons and I would drive out of, I lived in Toronto. So I would drive to, to uh, I'm in Niagara right now uh, every Saturday to have a riding lesson. And, you know, as soon as I walked back into the barn, it was even the smell of the barn immediately just brought me into this calm place. Now, a lot of people can't understand uh, how, how that is. So it was so helpful to me, but I already knew horses. So I knew what it was like to, to, you know, have a horse look at you with love and so on. How does it work for people who have not been around horses before? Uh, How do you kind of determine who would benefit from that? Some people come just for general love for the outdoors and animals and that resonates for them. Some people come and like, I'm interested, but I'm terrified of horses. And so we work on that being scared of horses that you don't need to be scared. We need to be smart and aware, but not necessarily fearful. I would think that we build the confidence. Right, right. So part of equine therapy is exactly that. It's, it's having the confidence to, you know, my horse is 1300 pounds. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of animal um, for someone to have to go to and start to interact when they've never had that experience. But from what I understand, that's a a major part of taking a step forward in your therapy and your, your emotional and mental health well-being is this idea that I'm scared. Yeah. What is it that you, you do with um, my now, now, so I'm going to ask about sort of the, the different mental health issues that you help people with, with horses. So if someone has severe anxiety what is it about a horse that helps them deal with that anxiety and be able to apply that to their daily life it's connecting with the body and the mind and trying to get those to communicate with each other and what the horse shares with you the horse might the person might tell me well i'm not anxious and i'm just like well i know this horse typically is sort of a slow sauntering horse and slow walk. And we've just done 10 laps very quickly. The horse is telling me that it's treating your energy, really. The horse is picking up on your energy. And I'm sure you've heard the quote, the horse knows how you're feeling and thinking before you do. Yes. Well, they know as soon as, um, as soon as you walk into the barn, or as you say, if you're riding or leading a horse, they pick up immediately on, on, your emotion or and what I found with my horse my when my my dad had cancer and it was uh, I was uh, spending a lot of time living with him and it was very painful and very difficult and I would go to see my horse and the minute I got onto the property it all went away yeah. and I would have this this experience with the horse and friends and so on 
soon as I left the barn, it would start to come back again. What's the process? So once you have someone coming into the barn, they say, okay, I want to try this. What's the process that you go through to, you know, when you start with the person and then how does it progress along as they become more comfortable in understanding and connecting with the animal? It really depends from person to person. I've had people come to the farm and they're really intrigued by horses and they might share. It's really hard for me to cry or to share my emotions. And then they see one horse and the horse just looks at you with unconditional care, love and no judgment. And they accept you as you are, whether you show up dressed to the nines or anywhere in between. And then they just feel that love and acceptance that they broke down in tears. It's like, this is the first time I've cried. This is the first time I've met you. And I'm in tears already within the first five minutes. That can be, or it can just be building trust and safety. The horse helps with that. Because if the horse trusts me, that maybe helps the client to trust me. Is that because they're so big? That and, well, then there's the trust of, do I trust this large animal? You tell me he's going to be safe. And right, right. Uh, I've I've heard from a therapeutic perspective because I just this is just sort of you know ingrained in me as part of the, my DNA really with horses that when someone goes in with anxiety, often the horse won't come forward in the stall to see them because they're picking up that message because they're flight animals, they're nervous. If that anxiety level starts to drop, the person will be able to recognize that because the horse will start to come forward to the, to the front of the stall to say, hi, feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, so that's sort of the beginning and that really goes across all all of the areas that you treat. So you do a lot of work with post-traumatic stress disorder, whether that's, um, you know, I know you work with first responders, uh, but also with people who have experienced sexual trauma as a child or someone who's experiencing now spousal abuse. I saw uh, Oprah, this was a number of years ago, and she was working with women who had been um, physically abused by a spouse. And there was one woman who was afraid to pick up the horse's hoof. That's a big deal. I understand that. Um, She couldn't do it. And one of the other ladies said, if I go with you and I stand with you, do you think you could do it? And she did. And she said it was life-changing that she could overcome that fear. So is that a a large part of, of what people are experiencing? I mean, do you move beyond hi, the horses responding in a, in a good way to doing more of that physical work and that close work with, again, picking up the foot of a 1300 pound animal. It can be that it really depends on the person, their needs, their wants, where they're at. Sometimes it's just, if the system's been on survival mode, coming to the farm helps bring that system down where I can feel safe here. And then how do we make that in other parts of our life? Now that I have that sense of feeling in our body of, ah, I can have a new experience. Uh, Lindsay, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking to me today. I think it's really so interesting how horses can take someone who's not a 
horse person and lead them through some recovery in their mental health.